Would you just join me in prayer? Father, thank you. Thank you for your presence. Lord, thank you for your goodness, your kindness, Lord, that we're here, Lord. Our, our, we're of able body, of sound mind, Lord, that, that in this place today that you are encountering us and that you're speaking to each one. And uh, God, I'm so grateful, grateful for this family, Lord, this community of people. Lord, I, I pray that your presence would encounter every heart so deeply today, that people would hear your voice, that there would be supernatural breakthrough, Lord, that where there has been resistance and the things that have restrained our lives from becoming who you made us to be, that that stuff would just fall away this morning in the light of your countenance. God, your face. I thank you. I bless this time. A spirit of wisdom and revelation be upon us that we would know Jesus more. If you agreed with that, you said, amen. amen. <laughs> Come on, I'm seeing signs all over the place. All right, there we go. So true, amen. Who did this? That's what I want to know. All of you, you, did you conspire to make signs? Okay, this is the Minnesota way of Southern Church. It's like the polite way of interrupting, I don't know, the, yeah, okay, that's great, I can see how this service is going to go, hey, we got, we got family with us today, we got kids among us, if you are under, well, I was going to do a height, but that some of you are vertically challenged, so if you would be not normally attending the service because you're in another part of the church, why don't you just give me a hoop this morning and go, yeah, come on. Oh, there we go. Let me give clear instructions. If you are under four feet tall, I want you to scream out. Ready? One, two, three. This is your one chance, kids, to scream in church. Ready? We got to do this one more time at least. It's going to be rowdy. It has to be rowdy this morning. Otherwise, it just won't work. So ready? On the count of three, if you are alive and you're not at home sleeping in your bed, on the count of three, I want you to scream out amen, okay? One, two, three. Amen. Hey, there we go. We're alive. We're alive. Hey, um, this is the first Sunday of the year. And uh, January 1st, 2023, wow. We, we often, uh, the first Sunday of the year, we try to make prophetic declarations just about what God's saying, uh, about where we're heading as a church. That's not really necessarily this service. However, I did want to touch something this morning, and uh, we're, we're going to go after something as a, as a community. It's going to be fun. Um, it's called the Word of Wisdom Gift. Okay, we're going to activate the spiritual gift of the word of wisdom this morning, okay? It's going to be fun. I, I gave you a piece of paper. If you have that, there should be at least one per family uh, or individual. If you did not get that, um, the ushers will come forward when we, when we do this activation um, at the end of service. Uh, they'll make sure that you get one, okay? But 
Uh, I'm going to ask that you just hold off. Don't just start doodling right away. There will be a moment where we're all going to draw together, okay? So you just take that, though, set it aside, and uh, we're going to be doing an activity here in just a little bit. But i got to do just a small teaching beforehand. So you ready? Okay. The Lord is releasing supernatural wisdom to our generation. Like, for real. This, you can have this expectation of the year ahead. That the Holy Spirit will be giving you instruction, will help you in times where you are facing decisions or situations that you do not normally have an opportunity to face, or they're difficult, or they need to be overcome. Those kinds of situations, the Holy Spirit is causing the body of Christ to have supernatural wisdom. It's very important because of the time in history we are and the situation worldwide of just the overall ignorance in the world and concerning God and his goodness. There are, are many misunderstandings of who God is in culture and the Lord is wanting to cause his people to rise up and shine to display his goodness to the world around you. One of the ways that the Lord brings transformation to the world, one of the ways that God shows that he is good, is that he brings you into relationship with people who are going through difficult times. Does anybody know anybody going through a difficult time? Come on, wave at me if you do. Okay? Maybe you are going through a season of difficulty. I want you to be confident this morning. The Holy Spirit of God wants to empower you. He wants to anoint you, give you supernatural ability to know what to do when facing those situations. It's proof that God loves people that he brings you into relationship with them. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And when he brings you into situations that are difficult or impossible, people are facing difficulties, the reason he brought you into relationship with them is so that you could manifest God's presence and power in those situations. You are a solutionary, okay? I don't know if that's a real word, but we're going with it, okay? Solutionary. Everybody say solutionary. You are somebody that God wants to give solutions to. You're really, really smart on your own. Now imagine if God came upon you and started giving you secrets. The kind of secrets that truly help people. This is going to be a lot of fun because uh, personally, when the Holy Spirit began to talk to me about the word of wisdom gift, when he began to show me how this gift works, how the Holy Spirit does it, he brought me personally into situations that were of great difficulty, but then the Holy Spirit would speak and suddenly there would be a simple answer to it and what was totally impossible suddenly becomes possible. I'll tell you a story. Um, it's not about me personally, it's about someone that attended this church. Okay, He is a computer software engineer, somebody that writes software code. And the job was that he would be hired by companies to figure out solutions for the, their, their work needs. 
Well, he happened to be called in on a job as a contractor to write code, computer code, write a program for a company that was facing such great difficulty. They had already called in four or five previous contractors to try to see if they could figure it out. The problem they were facing had to do with data storage and they were looking at needing to upgrade all of their equipment. Only this equipment was going to cost the company far more than the whole company was worth. So it wasn't gonna work. Everybody say, that's a problem, that's a problem. Okay, if you, if you need to pay for something that's more than their whole thing is worth, it's not gonna work out. They brought him in and he looked at the problem and something on the inside, the Holy Spirit said to him, you should say yes to this job. Even though everyone else has said it's impossible, you should say yes to it. So he said yes, and this is where we came into relationship. They just started attending the house church, and he had already said yes to this job, and they came into worship one evening, their first time in worship, and as worship kicked off, there was like a whiteboard, like a chalkboard that came up in his vision. So he's having a spiritual vision during the time of worship, just like we were right there. We're all singing songs. Suddenly, this whiteboard pops up in front of him, and he watched as code started being written across the picture in his mind. When service went on, he listened to me preach. Afterwards, he actually said this to me. He said, I actually didn't like your preaching at all, and I didn't want to come to this church. <laughs> Very flattering, which is great. However, because God started showing him stuff in worship, he's like, I think I need to come back. Okay, so week after week, this is a true story. They would come into worship, this like chalkboard would show up, code would be written across, he would take a notepad and he would write it down, and then he'd go into work on Monday. And line by line, he would put the code that he saw in the vision into the system. The engineers, other software engineers, because he's not alone on the project, other software engineers said to him, this is never gonna work. We see where you're going with this. This isn't going to work. We've already tried that. It's, it's impossible. It's not gonna solve anything, right? Line by line, he begins to enter the code into it, and it solves a crisis problem that was going to cost, we're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars in equipment. Just by coming into worship, presenting the problem to the Lord, the Holy Spirit gave him a word of wisdom. That's knowing what to do, how to solve it. Holy Spirit gave him a word of wisdom that all the smart people around couldn't figure out on their own, but suddenly there's a solution at hand, and he didn't have to work for it. He just had to literally worship God and receive what God was saying, and it solved the company's problem. Isn't that amazing? The Lord wants to use you like that. Maybe it's not for software problems, but it could be a simple situation that a relationship is going through. It could be a work situation. You might be having difficulties in your marriage. The Lord will give you a word of wisdom. And in that, a solution will be released where God's supernatural power literally changes everything. I want to show you how to do that this morning. You up for it? 
Okay, we're going to pray one more time. This time, I want you to ask the Lord a question. The scripture says this, that if we want spiritual gifts, we have to yearn for them. We have to ask for them. You have to eagerly desire spiritual gifts if you want the Holy Spirit to cause them in your life, okay? And so we're going to ask the Lord this morning that he would cause this gift to manifest in our lives this year. Amen? All right, we'll just put a hand on your heart. It's the same prayer Solomon prayed. It's simply this. God, would you give me wisdom? Lord, I'm asking for wisdom. Come on, would you say it? Go for it. Just pray. Ask him. Lord, give me wisdom. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that you would cause your anointing to manifest, Lord, your presence, your gifts to manifest in people today in the word of wisdom gift. This is 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. You ready? 1 Corinthians 12, 7. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. One is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. Another word of knowledge. Another faith by the same Spirit. Another gifts of healing. To another the effecting of miracles. To another prophecy. To another the distinguishing of spirits. Another different kinds of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. There's nine ways that the Holy Spirit shows up in your life, in gift form. Nine ways that he manifests and demonstrates that he's good and that he loves people. God's a problem solver, did you know that? There is no problem that we face that he can't solve. He can get to it in a moment. The word of wisdom is creative. Everyone say creative. Now, it's creative because God is a creator. It's creative, it's not analytical. Now I wanna ask you a question. Kids, you can answer first, okay? Parents, you're welcome to think answers and we're gonna empower little ones (laughs) to open their mouths, all right? I want you, somebody in here today, I want you to give me a description. What does a wise person look like? Okay, what color hair do they have? Wise person. Gray, gray hair. Kids, yes, no? Purple hair? Wise people have purple hair? Gray hair. Okay. How about how about a big beard? Anybody have a big beard? If they're a wise person, what do they look like? Okay, maybe they look like this. Yes? Is that wisdom personified right there? Okay, how about the next one? What? Yep. Much wisdom do you have, right? Yeah? Okay, so obviously they, they're green. I... <laughs> uh, or, or how about this last one? Ah, there he is. Yep. <laughs> That's my dad, if anybody. Hey, wisdom... The reason we think about wise people like this is because they have lots of life experience. They've gone through things. And those situations that they've gone through have taught them what to do. And so if they face a situation again, they'll know what to do because they've experienced it before. Kids asking your parents. Parents asking your parents finding mentors, receiving wisdom from one another, that's a real thing. 
growing in knowledge because of other people who have gone through stuff. However, the word of wisdom gift, what we're talking about today, the way the Holy Spirit causes wisdom to show up, it's not through life experience. It's supernatural. It doesn't take age. It doesn't take you being old to become wise. Okay, I want you to repeat after me one more time, okay? There is no junior Holy Spirit. <laughs> that was fun to listen to. That was what I heard. What do I mean by that? I mean from the youngest person who has the Holy Spirit living in them to the very oldest. God is no respecter of age. He will speak to the littlest of children and his voice will come out of them. He'll speak to the oldest ones among us. Wisdom is creative because God is creative. And every time God speaks, he starts something. He changes something. He creates something. So if you ask God a question and he talks to you, something new has changed. This is James chapter 1, verse 5. It says this. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and he gives generously to all without reproach. If you ask him, he'll give it to you. Can you say amen to that? Wisdom is creative. The reason I keep saying that is because sometimes when we think about wisdom, we think about experiences we've previously had. So you have a business meeting, your colleagues have a problem, you're going through something, and there's no answer. We don't know what to do, right? It's kind of like my friend Jeff, who faced the software problem. He didn't know, there, there's no solution to it. It doesn't matter how many other experiences people have had, there's no solution. Until God spoke, and when God spoke, suddenly something new appears. You have three pathways in front of you, right? Or uh, if you're anybody a fan of game shows in here, behind door number one, right? Behind door number two, behind door number three, it's a brand new car. A, B, or C, you have a choice. Three, three opportunities. You go, you, you, you look at A, should I go down this path? Should I make this decision? You think about it a little bit. Ah, oh, it's not a solution. It's not going to work. Should we do B? Maybe B's the answer. And so you look at it and you go, oh, nope, it doesn't have a solution in it either. Well, then it must be C. You look at C, but there's no solution there either. So what do we do? If we face a situation there's no answer for, what do we do? You ask God for wisdom. You present him with the answers. God, I could go to this college. I could go to that college. I could go to this other college. I could become a doctor. I could become a dentist. I could become a veterinarian. God, what should I do? I could go to the nations. I could go to the state next door. I could go to the town next door. Where should I go? God, what should I do? Whenever the Lord speaks, though, he creates something new. So is it A, B, or C? It's D. 
It's D every time. It's always something new. Always. When you hear God speak, don't think, oh, he told me this before. He's never said this to you before. When he talks to you, something new appears. A solution shows up. I had a, um, my, my wife and I, we have eight kids. We have a big family. And so Christmas and New Year's, it's been crazy around our household. And my sister's staying with us right now, and she has three kids. And so it's, it's a household of 14 people, right? And, and many of them are young, and woo, it's a party, okay? My, my, my daughter, my, my first daughter when she was born, um, was having difficulty sleeping at night. And that's a common situation for babies, but it, uh, it was very difficult. For some reason, we just, we couldn't figure this out and she wasn't sleeping. And so I, I was having, uh, I, I, would, I would meet with the Lord every day. I'd get up and i have a quiet time. Read my Bible, spend time with Jesus. And one day I was praying and I was like, Lord, uh, it was 4 a.m., like, I, I've been up all night. I'm exhausted, Lord. Please help. And then I asked this question. It's such a powerful question. Lord, what should I do? God, give us wisdom. What should we do? How do we fix this? And in that moment, I was praying concerning my daughter and sleep. And as I was praying, suddenly this picture appeared in front of me. I had a picture of this blanket type thing, right? And, and I, I could imagine her tucked in this pocket and wrapping her all up. And, you know, swaddling a baby is not a new thing. But, but for some reason, this looked different than anything that we had been trying. But I also knew that it doesn't exist anywhere. Like you can't go to, we couldn't go to Target at the time and buy that. And so I went to my mother-in-law because she knows how to sew. I took a piece of paper and I drew out the picture of what would be later known as the shepherd's wrap. If you look it up online, you're gonna find all sorts of patents for it. Why? Because nothing had been existed like this before. I drew this thing out, I took it to my mother-in-law, she said, yep, we can do it. I went to the store, like Joanne Fabrics or something, plug for Joanne Fabrics, there you go. I went to the store, I bought some fleece and some fabric, I took it home, and I cut out the pattern for what I thought I had seen in this picture while I was praying. Cut it out, my mother-in-law showed me how to sew, I put it together, I threw my daughter in there at the end of the night, right, here we go. We, we tuck her in, we wrapped her up, we put her in the crib. I'm not kidding, she slept from that day forward. Just. Slap. There's like four people, yes. Those were the sleep-deprived people who know what I'm talking about, <laughs> okay. That was a word of wisdom. It was creative. It showed a new path. It, it's not that the blanket was somehow so much more smart than anybody else. It's that God had put it on my heart. God spoke to us. And, and it wasn't the design. It, it wasn't because it was so clever. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that the, the answer to sleep is just shove your child in a shepherd's wrap. Although you should, and they're for 1995. No, just kidding. 
It, it was because the Lord spoke it to us, and so when he spoke it, a word of wisdom, which is creative, was released. When I took action on what God had said, it created a new pathway. It solved something, not because it was the right answer, but because God had said it. And by faith, I acted upon it. Here's something that's going to blow your mind, cook your noodle a little bit. Did my friend Jeff actually write code that solved the problem, or was it just because the Lord spoke it to him, and that's why it worked? See, we, we think analytically, and we approach wisdom analytically, like we're looking for the right answer. But it's not about the right answer. It's about releasing God's solution. Your connection with God will solve problems, friends. What if, what if God puts you in the relationship with that person who's going through something really, really difficult? Not because you have the answers, but because you know him. You know God. What if, what if big problems, I'm talking world transformation issues, really big problems, what, what if we just acted on what God said? I wonder what could happen. I, I wonder how many times God has moved in history and changed the future just because a person obeyed. Y'all, the Lord wants to use you so powerfully. You're a world changer. Come on, kids. You're a world changer. Moms, dads, you're world changers. You might not feel like it. You might feel like a failure. But if you learn to hear his voice, if, if you are willing today to get activated in this, this, it's called divine creativity. It's wisdom. If you're willing, who knows what God could do through you? Is anybody alive today? Wow. Can't believe how quiet it got in here. I'll do one, la one last story, and then we're going to get to the activation, all right? You ready? This building, this property, our church was, uh, is a young church, right? And we had leased a hotel at the beginning, and uh, that meant we met in a hotel ballroom for a while, and then we moved to somebody else's church building, and we shared it with them. And, and then we realized that we didn't have a next step and the church asked us to stop using their building, this other church. And so we faced this crisis moment where we did not have a place to meet in the future. And so we began to pray as a church, God, would you please give us a building? We need a space. We, we don't know what to do. And so Lord, we need you to provide a place for us to keep worshiping as a church. And so we're asking God directly for a building, but do you know what he told us to do? Some of you know this story because you've heard me tell it before. Instead of giving us a building, he told us to prayer walk the land. We're praying and asking God for a building, and instead he told us to prayer walk the Minnesota River Valley. These stones up here are from the Minnesota River Valley Prayer Walk when we walked the river valley and we prayed. 
We, we proclaimed to the Lord, Lord, we're willing to be responsible for this situation that the land is in. We want to be a part of your solution. So we needed a building. Instead, the Lord spoke to us and told us to prayer walk. We finished the prayer walk, and the following Tuesday, somebody gave us a building. We didn't know about the building before that. We needed a building. We prayed. Our church prayed, God, help us. We need a place to keep worshiping. You would expect then that the Lord would go, oh, yes, it'll be on the corner of Portland and Maine. Like, right? So you're looking for that kind of direct solution. But that's not what he said. Instead, he told us something to do. Instead, he gave us something to do which would create something new. God brings you into relationships with people. And through your connection, he's asking you to be willing to share in the responsibility for helping them. If you're willing to share in the responsibility, then he'll release solutions into your lap. He'll he'll give it to you. This is a key, y'all. This is the key for releasing a supernatural gift of wisdom. You ask the question, Lord, what do we do? But then you obey what he's telling you to do, even if it feels like it's not related. We prayer walked, we were given a building, and now here we are years and years later, all worshiping together in the context, in a place where we're making impact on the Minnesota River Valley as a church and God's moving among us, it all goes back to we didn't know what to do, we were willing to be obedient, and it created something new. Are you alive? All right. Would you look at somebody that's sitting next to you, look them dead in the eyeball and say, you are a solutionary. You got to say it in your best movie trailer voice. You are a solutionary. Okay, I'm going to show you how to do it. You ready? Take out that piece of paper. Moms and dads, you can facilitate. You're going to probably have to help people. Okay, if you did not get one, but you really, really want one, if I could get ushers, if you could grab the stacks of whatever's remaining out there and bring those in, that would be really, really helpful right now. And then uh, you guys can just, if someone wanted one and didn't get one, you want to participate right now, just throw your hand up and these guys are working around. Okay, we'll do our best. All right, what you see on the piece of paper is a mountain. I know it's hard to distinguish my, my artistry is not quite the same as my daughter's. My daughter is amazing at it. Dad's very simple at this. That's snow on the top. It's not, I don't know what else that would be. Maybe, well, it's a mountain. Okay. Notice that it goes from the edge of the paper to the edge of the paper. Right? You can't just go around the mountain. But here is the puzzle. You have to find a way from this side of the mountain to the other side of the mountain without going around it. You can be as creative as you want, but there's not a way to just draw a line around it on the paper. Notice it ends on the sides of the paper. Okay? There are 
100,000 different ways of solving this puzzle. We are going to activate your creative muscle. I want you to get to the other side of the mountain. And some of you are saying, well, then, Pastor Jamie, what's the instruction? How do I do it? Ah, great question. You should ask yourself that. <laughs> you're going to take a piece of paper, that piece of paper. You're going to take a pen. And we're going to take, I don't know, two minutes. Two minutes tops, okay? Maybe 30 seconds. And I want you to draw your solution Parents, ask the kids, get them involved here. How are we going to get to the other side of the mountain? But you got to draw the way that you are getting through, okay? No further instruction is needed. This is it, okay? Creativity at its best. Solve the problem, All right? Ready? One, two, three. Go for it. Solve the problem. All right, did you do it? Okay, this is just part of the exercise, all right? So what I want you to do now is uh, look around you. I want you to share it with three people. How did you get to the other side of the mountain, okay? Share, your, share how you did it. Go for it. All right, did you figure it out? How'd you do it? Did anybody tunnel through? Yeah? Oh, wow. All right. We got some people from West Virginia. There we go. Man, that is a state that knows how to tunnel through a mountain right there. Okay. Now, just pause. Now, I just got, we got to be serious just for one moment, okay? Because some of you would say, well, well, how does this have anything to do with the Holy Spirit? <laughs> and yes. What you just did is you activated creativity. You were willing to think outside the box, yeah? Okay, what we're going to do now is, like I said, we're, we're going to take a little bit of a serious moment. I want you to consider right now something that you are facing that you don't have a solution for. Okay, I want you to think of something. And it, it doesn't need to be directly you. It could be a friend. It could be something that someone else is going through. You know, as a family, maybe you guys are facing something. Okay, I, I want you to consider that right now. Okay, and just real quickly, if you're working with a team right now, just, just you know, you can confer with each other. But I want you to come up with yourself. You have to, for this exercise to be a Part, if you want to participate in this, I want you to think about a situation that doesn't have a solution readily available for it right now. Okay? Something that you're facing. It needs to be personal or it needs to be connected to you. Not how do we solve the war in Ukraine. Okay? We can get to that. I'm sure God will release those kinds of solutions. But I want you to think about you, your family, what your friends are going through. Something. But it needs to be specific. Okay? Everybody got something? Anybody have no problems? We can give you one. Just raise your hand. We'll be sure to share. Okay, you have a problem? Everybody got something in mind? Okay. We're going to pray in just a moment here. We're going to ask the Lord for wisdom. We're going to ask God to release a, a word of wisdom concerning what you're going through. Okay, and then we're going to re-engage creativity. You're not going to try to solve the problem. You're going to ask yourself the question. You're going to ask the Lord the question. And then you're going to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. After we pray, then we're going to re-engage creativity, and you're going to solve the mountain puzzle again. But this time, you cannot use anyone else's ideas that you heard. You cannot use the ones you previously thought about. you got to go brand new here, and there is no cheating. And the word of knowledge gift is also present, and so I'll know. 
okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to really try to engage this right now, okay? So we're going to pray together right now, okay? Father in heaven, right now, you are with us. You love your people so much. And I'm asking right now, Holy Spirit, would you please, would you activate this muscle in people? Holy Spirit, would you release a word of wisdom? God, there are hearts, there, there are situations, there are people who are facing real issues. And Lord, you love them so much. And I'm asking right now that you would breathe on them and that you would release wisdom, a spirit of wisdom. Would you just ask him right now, Lord, give me wisdom for this. And you just pray quietly to yourself of what it is, but ask him about it. Lord, I need a solution for that. God, would you give me wisdom concerning that? He said he would speak to you. He said he would give you wisdom. Trust him. Okay? Did you pray? Okay, in Jesus' name, we pray these things. Okay, now I want you to resolve the puzzle, okay? Just go for it. Leave your problem behind. How are you getting over that mountain, okay? Ready, one, two, three, go. Go for it. Solve the puzzle again. Okay, you guys ready? Look up here, okay? When we engage creativity, we are participating in the divine nature. Your God is a creator. When you invite the Holy Spirit into a situation you are facing, he, he will partner with you. He's a part of your life. The Lord loves you so much. When we open ourselves up to receiving divine wisdom, something happens. It unlocks a piece of who God really truly made you to be. When you, in relationships with people, are willing to help bear their load, carry their burdens with them, willing to be responsible, truly care, when we're willing to do that through, with people, we're partnering with them, even if they don't know Jesus, when you invite the Holy Spirit to start to speak and to release wisdom, new thoughts, ideas, solutions will begin to come. Even if it feels like, no, we've known this before, just like I said before, it's not that it's the right answer, it's that God was speaking. The, the problem that you brought up before the Lord just now, the little situation, whatever it is that you're carrying, the burden that you're carrying. You're trying to figure this out. I don't know what to do, Lord. I, I can almost guarantee, I, I, don't, I can't speak for the Lord in terms of you personally, but what I can tell you is you're going to have a dream. He's going to give you thoughts. You're going to be driving home today, and suddenly the creative side of you is going to start talking to you, and it's going to happen when you're not thinking about it and trying to logically solve it. Okay, that's, that's just how we're wired creatively. But the reason it becomes supernatural is because you invited the Holy Spirit into it. And God wants to partner in that. One of the pathways, the reason we did the mountain problem is because 
you have to engage creativity, and some of us are just unwilling. I watched you. You sat there looking at me like this the whole time. No wonder you have so many problems. <laughs> Stubbornness isn't just the only one there. Come on. you got to engage creativity. You have to. If you will, something of who God made you to be will come alive, y'all. Don't be afraid. Choose to engage God. Invite him into your situation. You'll watch God move on your behalf. Is everybody alive today? Okay. Now, I, well, I'm so looking forward to the stories that are going to come out of today. Like, seriously, there's going to be lots of stories of God just suddenly moved. It's going to be awesome. So would you jump to your feet? So if you do have those stories, please pass them on. Tell me about them. I want to know. Jump to your feet. We're going to pray. We're going to bless you. We're going to send you on your way. Solutionaries, world changers. You got this. Would you join me in prayer? Father, thank you. Thank you, you speak. You're always speaking. Lord, you love us so much. You're involved in people's lives. Lord, I thank you that you care more about these people, each person. You care so much more than even we could. And so, Lord, today afresh, we just invite you in, God. Invite you into our lives. January 1st, 2023, Lord, we invite you in. Come on, would you pray that with me this morning? Jesus, we invite you into our lives. Come on, pray it out loud. Jesus, we invite you in. Lord, be a part of our businesses. Be a part of our families. Lord, be a part of our relationships, our friendships. Jesus, we want you a part of our neighborhoods and our cities, our nation, Lord. Jesus, the king of creation, the one who has every answer, who holds all things together through the power of his word. Lord, we invite you in. Now, Father, I thank you for each family today. I thank you for each heart. And I pray, God, that you would bless them so powerfully this season. God, that their lives would be filled with your spirit, with joy and peace. Lord, that you would overcome situations with your goodness, that each one would know how good you are because of your kindness in their lives. God, I thank you for this. I bless your people today. Now you got to receive it like a big old present, okay? Like a big old present. You got to receive it this morning. I bless you today. I bless you. The wisdom of the Lord come upon your life. May you be known for having answers in difficult times. May you be known as someone who stands next to people who are going through it. Partners with people. Someone who deeply cares. May you be known. Your reputation be godly. Your reputation be somebody that goodness follows. When you get involved with things, solutions release. When you get involved with things, disease leaves people. Breakthrough happens when you become a part of a situation. God joins the party. Lord, I thank you for each one and I bless them. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. No disease, no accident, 
No injury, no sickness may approach your tent. The blessing of the Lord be upon you. May he keep you. May his favor be on your life. I'm talking favor that is outrageous. Like people just don't know why you always win. You just always win. How did that happen? It's God's favor on your life. May the countenance of the Lord be on your life. May he bless you with his grace. A power to overcome and to do and to accomplish beyond anything that's natural. May the grace of God be abundant to you. And his peace would guard your hearts and your minds. And you would be kept... That everywhere you go, that blessing would start to overtake others. The blessing of his shalom would be on your life and everything that you participate in. God, I bless your people today. I bless your people today. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody who dared to agree with that said, amen, amen. Come on, can we give a good clap to the Lord today?